You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the wall of freedom. I would argue then that the laws of logic are just human conceptions. In other words, we just make them up in our minds. I said, okay, let me ask you this question then. Before there were any human beings on the earth, was the statement, there are no human beings on the earth, true? He didn't like that. He finally admitted, yes, it would be true. Because he had a right intuition. What's the intuition? That laws are grounded in a mind. The problem was he was grounding the laws in his own mind, not the ultimate mind. Because before there were any human minds, there were still truths. It was still true that there were no human minds before any human beings existed, right? So that must be grounded in a mind beyond human minds. The laws of logic must be grounded in a mind beyond human minds. Otherwise, you and I couldn't even communicate. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. This is The Gunny, and today is Saturday. Hopefully you're having a wonderful time with your family, doing things. I wanted to spend some time this evening to talk to you about the truth because it's very difficult in this world to understand what the truth is. If you do not understand objective truth. There is objective and there is subjective truth. I'm going to explain that to you this evening. So before I get going, I want to play a very short clip about Pontius Pilate talking to Jesus about truth and asking the question, what is truth? And he doesn't stay around or with Jesus to, to, to get that answer about what is truth. And this is how the world is. They do not want to have the truth, because the truth will absolutely convict them in their heart, in their soul. And I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to show you tonight why the world refuses objective truth and continues to build their subjective truth. So take a listen to what Jesus Christ has to say to Pontius Pilate. You are a king, man. You say that I am a king. I have been born and come into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. Truth. What is truth?
Well, since Pontius Pilate didn't want to stay around to hear what truth is, we're going to talk about We're going to tell him, just like Jesus said, what the truth is. So what is objective truth? And this comes from gotquestions.org. Yes, it's a religious site. I, I get it. understand that. But what they're saying is true. And they put it in a way that I think the rest of us in this world can understand. If something is objective, it has a correspondence with reality. Objective truth is something that is true for everyone. So the population of the world accepts this truth as being real or objective, whether they agree with it or not. At one time, this was simply the truth. At certain points in the history of time, billions of people throughout time understood what truth was because it was linked with reality. Object objective is the opposite of subjective. If a person says that a 1966 Ford Mustang is the coolest car ever made, he is making a subjective statement. It is simply the opinion of the person and not the truth because there's been many cars made in this country and, ac and across the globe. So how can this person say that this Ford Mustang is the best car? because it's subjective to them. There's no way to measure that statement against reality. It cannot be evaluated apart from the opinions of other people. So the Ford Mustang must be explained to other people, and unless everyone agrees that the Ford Mustang 1966 version, that is, is the real truth, then it's not. So others will either support or oppose this statement, depending solely on their own equally subjective opinions. It's really impossible to say that a subject statement is true in any meaningful sense. However, in modern times, someone might say, it's my truth, which introduces a brand new spin on subjectivism. At one time, my truth would have been more accurate and labeled as my opinion. But see, that's the difference. And that's what's happening in the world today. It's no longer an opinion if somebody says it because of what's in them, then all of a sudden it's truth.
And we know about that. We know how people talk. We know what they're saying. Throughout history, it's been like that. But there's always been real truth. So there's no such thing as objective truth. This is what the world thinks. You see, only the truth in a person's mind, like the introduction audio was talking about, is the truth to that person. The idea that all truth is subjective, that there is no objective truth, is a myth. Everything either has an absolute truth value, even if we can't know it, or is an opinion of a belief. So it's either true or an opinion or what somebody thinks is true. This doesn't mean we can know every truth. This doesn't mean that what is true for an observer isn't unique to that observer. It just means that the ultimately understanding that, which is the case in the case, independent or ability to confirm it, and statements phrased correctly have an absolutely truth. So that's the difference. But the problem we're dealing with, you know, with politicians, the world in general, is every statement that they say is true. Based upon what? What basis is your, quote, objective truth? What basis are you using to determine that what you're saying is right? So why the idea that all truth is subjective is absurd? Which is true. All truth that is subjective is absurd. So the question here is, since all human being knowledge is based on perception and rationalization, then it isn't all true, therefore subjective. According to their experience, not what the truth really is, what the world really is, how the world was really formed, all of that, the simple answer to the question is no. Consider if all truth was subjective, if everything that was true was subjective according to a person's opinion, then none of our technology would work. As much as of it is dependent on constant true values. So technology, like everything else, is determined by facts. If I put something in a computer, I'm going to get an output. That is an objective truth. If I decide I want to add 6 and 4, the truth is it equals 10. But subjective truth 
it equals whatever in God's name I want it to equal. If we look at a red ball, for instance, both of us, and you think it's red, and I think it's blue, then subjectively, for me, it is blue, and subjectively, for you, it is red. But objectively, the truth is the ball is actually red. There's no gray area. That's what truth is. The fact is, all statements phrased correctly have an absolute true value or have a degree of truth that can be agreed or objectively by everyone. But that is being degraded every single day in this world. People are creating in their minds how they live, what truth is. And we deal with this all the time. How truth affects someone, what they think is true. Going to take a break. When we get back, I'm going to talk to you about truth, about facts, which proves my objective understanding of truth because it's facts. It's ingrained in history, and that history portrays to us what objective truth is. You cannot subjectively in your mind, look at the data that we're going to talk about and then say, well, that's not true. Well, the facts of history says it is true. So don't go away. We will be right back. The Eastern world, it is exploding. Violence flaring, bullets loading You're old enough to kill, but not for voting You don't believe in war, but what's that gun you're toting? And even the Jordan River has bodies floating But you tell me over and over and over again, my friend I you don't believe we're on the eve of destruction Don't you understand what I'm trying to say? Can't you feel the fears I'm feeling today? If the button is pushed, there's no running away There'll be no one to save Will the world in a grave Take a look around you, boy It's bound to scare you, boy And you tell me over and over and over again My friend, I you don't believe We're on the eve of destruction Yeah, 
Now my blood's so mad, feels like coagulating. I'm sitting here just contemplating. A cat with the truth, it knows no regulation. Handful of senators don't pass legislation. And marches alone can't bring integration. When human respect is disintegrating. This whole crazy world is just too frustrating. And you tell me over and over and over again, my friend. I you don't believe we're on the eve of destruction. Think of all the hate there is in Red China Then take a look around to Selma, Alabama You may leave here for four days in space But when you return, it's the same old place the pounding of the drums, the pride and disgrace. You can bury your dead, but don't leave a trace. Hate your next door neighbor, but don't forget to say grace and tell me over and over and over and over again, my friend. You don't believe we're on the eve of destruction. No, no, you don't believe we're on the eve of destruction. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny. I want to restate something here. You see, I'm doing the research, so you don't have to. You just got to listen to the podcast. Spend 20, 30 minutes of your time. And you're going to observe and listen and get information that you will never, ever get anywhere else. I guarantee you that. You're, unless you go on the internet and do what I do to bring you the information about what's happening in this world, you'll never get it. And especially in the United States. Because the media and the government is in control of the propaganda that is brought to you. I started this podcast because I hate communism. Spent 20 years of my life in the military understanding that freedom comes first. Government and communism must be eliminated and or controlled by the populace of a country. And this is a great example that I'm going to bring to you. We're going to talk about an article. It's from wholereason.com. And it's labeled as which religion or ideology has killed more people. And this is the truth. This is the truth throughout the history and the time frame where we can record it of what has happened when governments have switched over, empires have taken over, whatever it is. And this is the results 
over history of what has happened in this world, which is important. The death count in millions versus ideologies. And ideologies is not necessarily a religion. It's just the what these people believed at the time in history. So the first one we're going to talk about is empires, the Roman Empire, etc. Those empires have killed 414 million people on this planet. Islam, which is second, has killed 296 million people. Freedom, what they label as freedom, these are people like the French Revolution, etc., that were fighting for their liberty, and some country killed them. 145 million people. So, Authentic communism, which includes China, etc., 128 million people. China, Russia, Cambodia as examples. And then you have racism. So you have countries that, like Germany, etc., that wanted to kill people based upon their race. 47 million people have been killed through that ideology that my race is better than yours. Last but not least, Christians, so-called Christians. These are primarily, matter of fact, 100% Catholic statistics prior to the Enlightenment, not the Enlightenment, but the uh, Reformation of God's gospel to the world, which brought on the Protestants. 19.5 million people on this planet were killed by the Catholics. And a large chunk of those were during the Reformation days when people have had access to the Bible to understand that they don't need this big Catholic church to tell them what is important in their lives according to Jesus Christ's gospel. So this is, you know, truth. Not subjective truth, real truth. And I'm going to tell you something that you didn't know. And matter of fact, I didn't really know. But it leads towards how American politicians, the infiltration of the elitists, the globalists, are trying to take over this country. And this is why mass extermination and legal or lethal chambers widely considered by eugenics people 
in America, England, and Germany. And this happened in the early 1900s, before Hitler and so forth. Many of these people, these godless people, wanted to do eugenics on the population. Long before the Nazis implemented the final solution, America and England eugenics had talked often of the use of lethal chambers to deal with pressing problem of the unfit. You must understand that word. Anytime a government, a specifically a tyranny government takes over, if you do not fit within their elitist minds, they're going to destroy you when they have the power to do it. So you can imagine Hitler's surprise when after acting on precisely what elitists in America and England had long been advocating for, he was perceived as the evil one. The reason behind that is because that country was primed at the time after World War I to allow this evil tyranny individual to have the ability to do eugenics and eliminate a large population because his administration felt they didn't fit what they think human beings are. So many of these people, incidentally, offered their viewpoints in a spirit of progress as progressives. Do you understand what I'm saying? Progressives are the individuals that hate everybody else. You must understand that. We must, as a country, understand that progressivism in the style that is happening today is not acceptable ever. Because they will kill millions of people on this planet if they do not bow a knee down to them, change their lifestyle, and become the elitist. But see, God-fearing people are not progressives or liars or deceiters. We are conservatives and try, I'm going to use that word, try, in all situations to tell the objective truth. The truth is based on the words of the holy God that has created us. That's why we understand what the real truth is. We do not dwell in the world and accept what the world wants to put on us as truth. We know what the truth is. The world's corrupt leaders are growing intensely 
across the globe, and we will continue to destroy mankind as per the evil one that supports them. Satan has a tremendous hold on this world. He is controlling human beings and controlling subjective truth for a purpose to fight against God. This is a spiritual battle of human beings, not a physical battle, but a spiritual, in your heart, loving everyone type of battle. This is from John 8:44. This is what Jesus said to the Pharisees and the Sadducees when he was on this planet. And he means this across the globe even today. John 8:44. You are of your father the devil. And the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in Satan. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources for he is a liar and a father of it. Unlike the world's past, when leaders are separated by the lack of technology and global communication, which is how they were in the past, the elitists in the world were not united, but now they are united because of technology of global communication, which means the destruction of human life will be even greater in the future. Man without God will always be evil. Always. Unless we as a nation, as a globe, embrace the truth of God, the creator of all things, history will repeat itself. And because there is more people on this globe, more human beings will die. But there's good news. There's always good news. This is from Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, people. Do not fear. For I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, and I will hold up you with my righteous hand. That's the loving God that created us. It doesn't mean that we don't fight for freedom and liberty every day, protecting our families, protecting our property, protecting the God-given rights that we have from Him. But we should not fear. Even though we are up against this tremendous wall of evil that has never existed 
at the level that we're seeing on this planet. Fear not, for God is with you. And the best thing that could ever happen is you go to meet your maker. That's the fear not part of it. Do what we can to make sure our lives and how we live is justified in the truth. But the world is heavy with evil. And they are coming down tremendously on the God-fearing people of this world. But fear not. Thank you very much for listening to podcasts. Please share it. I'm sorry about not getting a number of them across. I'm going to work harder to get more podcasts out. But thank you so much for living or for listening. And have a great weekend, great Saturday evening, and I will see you next week. This is the Gunny Out. Stand up for the flag and let's all ring the liberty. Make a Ford and a Chevy It'll still last ten years Like they should The best of the free life Is still yet to come 